and your bones be getting all gray and dusty, when you fly away up to the promised heaven, you can leave the moon to me. Bequeath that reflecting orb to me, and I will make great things happen with it. I will dance with it until the wee hours, and I'll whine and dine that seductive and hidden side, the one that no one sees. I'll bring it to the light, make everyone a part of the unveiling of... Ah... But I won't destroy your secret. It's safe with me, safer than with you alive, because you, you tell tall tales to misdirect the masses, send them on dangerous voyages to the ends of the earth, and there be dragons and a hissing waterfall that drops down, down, down to the other side of the earth, the underground. Misdirected, they fall off the world's precipice to fall endlessly, deceived and now forgotten doomed to a transport farther and farther from their original goals, and fall they do, falling forever, though shortly without food, without water, just falling and falling, with the earth above and nothing below. Eventually, the ship is silent, another long-distance interstellar traveler collecting molecular bits, a strange gravity bonding with errant material, eventually to become a formless mass, an unnamed comet, alone. But you risk much, should these misguided fools turn aside at a last minute, skirt the edge, desperately changing direction, panicked and thus they glimpse your other side treasure, they see the hidden and difficult mystery, suddenly becomes clear, a light, a crystalline presence, commanding, oh, Stop, I must. You see, you can trust my wisdom and motive. I am pure, and I will not sully your offering to the gods and to the godless. You can leave the moon to me, and I will treat her like a queen. No, like an idol, a fantasy come to life, something impossible in its beauty, complete and contained to the discerning eye. And there is that side, the other one, the one no one sees. I will treat that side also with a careful and respectful awe, at once wide-eyed and overcome, while simultaneously confident and possessive, the perfect master and the smitten adolescent, never to be reconciled, never to be assimilated into a single whole, but split, and if not tortured, at least troubled, an itch that is never directly scratched, just rubbed at the edges producing an illusion of relief while relieving nothing. Do you honor the moon thus? Do you properly both protect her and pay homage to her, feed her and clothe her, create altars in her name, and name her a thousand names so that she is worshipped in every language, dead or spoken yesterday and tomorrow, after a day of wondrous, silent prayer? The other, the other, from beyond, from beyond, from beyond, from beyond. Do I honor the moon? By what right do you imply a failing in my homage? And what neurotic impulse led you to ask to be given, bequeathed, the moon, of which you are so obviously incapable of commanding, at 
at the same time as allowing to flower. Look at yourself. Can you possibly fall deeper into a pit of, of infatuation, of addiction? Blinded by your imagined goddess, yet this holy orb holds much more than just earth-bound pagan-worshipped minor beings. And she will consume you, burn you like some dangerous chemical fire. Hotter than the sun, that other major orb will take your shallow worship, your starry-eyed adoration, and twist it around her light, around her dark, and yet still keep well hidden that other side, that unknown and unknowable page of a book, hidden and inaccessible, and for good reason. Yes, I know that far side, and I know that I have changed for it. I have been altered, a one-way path to a new place, strange and alone, tasked with a duty that chains while it tantalizes with whispers of dreams where there is a beyond, free, light, playful, with no responsibility to keep a stoic guard, to lie and obscure, and when needed, to create false hopes, deliberately misleading when all else fails knowing the fate that awaits those who try under false pretense, under false imaginings. You think yourself immune. You imagine you have the answers. You speak to me knowing, but still, you know not of what you speak. You know not of whom you address standing behind me, beyond me, and trusting me to keep the likes of you at bay. Return you to your shallow daily constitutions, the rituals that keep you sane, the ones that you are attempting to transcend. Yes, you make an attempt, but transcendence is not achieved by attempts, and the moon is not mine to bequeath in any of it. Otherwise, you sail on a journey endless, and I don't mean that you just keep going on the same way. That would be a blessing, to have the rest of your time on Earth spent in an exploration however futile. No, the endless of which I speak is that doomed yet graceful falling into the void beyond, from which there is no return and no expiration, just an end, ignoble and, ultimately, alone. Would there be a better way for you? Listen, I give it to you. Stop now. Ignore the siren call to the rocks. It is a hideous end you will find, even though that moon you adore is anything but hideous. Her beauty, unquestioned, yet, by design, unattainable. Do you understand that? Unattainable. Repeat it. Unattainable. Even if I left the moon to you. If it really were that easy, I would have unburdened myself long ago. The guardianship is a trap. Outside it, one can easily search for earthly truths and maybe find them. In that cage, now shattered, I was compelled to obsess over the glimpses I got by accident. A mist-shrouded peak through a glass shower, a brief wind-whipped exposition of forbidden vistas, millisecond moments that become frozen and returned to over and over with no further resolution. The moon was left to me.
Thank you.